Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's mm. show. Uh, we were joined by Bill Bailey, comedian, TV presenter. Yeah. Um, he's got was, the most perfect yeah. TV show away. Very good TV show he's managed to uh, strong arm Channel 4 into, so we uh, we told <laughs> you about that. And what else did we do? Oh, we talked snooker. Next week in Saudi, they're going to have the golden ball. The golden ball, yeah. Well, the, uh, it feels like they don't particularly know what's no, going on. No, I don't on, think anybody understands how, don't. It, how it works at the moment. So uh, we found out a little bit more about that. Um, we found about we had West Country Corner. Oh we? yeah, West Country Corner. Very that nice, was interesting. Yeah, the uh, Cornwall we went to this week. Around the world of golf. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Paddy's Pick. Yes. Uh, oh no, Clips of the Month, not Paddy's Pick. Not, We're not Paddy's, Paddy's Pick. Paddy's, I wonder what your point is. The producers desperate 20. to get something in this. Podcast. Paddy's Pick. I got forty quid, and it was the the yeah. the, 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 the Scottish. He made a fool of himself again. <laughs> that's all you need to know. But we did have the Clips of the Month. So we will bring you the clips in a month. And we had a chat. Uh, Charlie's buying a new jacket. Oh, yeah, all lovely. Being well, that you saw jacket. in the back of the paper. Lovely jacket, yeah. Um, we found out how much tea, uh, sugar you have in your tea, although it was the other way round, actually, in many <laughs> cases. Uh, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. And we had a slightly humorable moment we just did. after the uh, uh, we, 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 we switched with Jim and Simon. Stuff often gets left in the studio, doesn't it, Paul? Yeah. You know, when, when we when we swap over, you know, we, we all sit in the same seats as the people before us. Yeah, there's often a, sometimes a vape left in, or, or a bit a, of orange peel, or a posh pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Often You've today, done well out of that, haven't you? Oh, often uh, today. Yeah. was a beautiful, beautiful. Bentley key. It's a Bentley key. A Bentley key. And so I'd you say went out and you did a general shout in the <laughs> office. Has anybody lost a Bentley key? <laughs> Whose Bentley key yeah. was left mm. in the studio? I just like just probably one person it could have I been. I think so. I don't know how well it went down. Oh, OK. Um, so fair enough. Well, <laughs> so, look, you, you were trying to get Simon to buy tall key just now. I was. Now. I so was. your Bentley key material yeah, probably mate. has not helped, has The it? Bentley key looked... Uh, like it was worth more than my actual car. Yeah, it did. 
And how much is a Bentley? I mean, if you work for Bentley or you're yeah, in the trade. Yeah, replacement key. I mean, it was on a lovely key. How much is a Bentley key? I mean, <laughs> I've got a Volkswagen. I imagine I'd be horrified if yeah. I'm probably 400 quid for my key. Exactly. So, what's a Bentley key going to cost? Bentley I mean, key. It's still a key. What's more expensive, a Bentley key or Torquay? Which one? Yeah. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Just on that note, Paul, and I will not go on about it. Okay. Um, but it's been a pretty big weekend in the history of Torquay United Football yeah. Club. Not yet in administration. And for sale, if anybody is interested. Yeah. Not, not yet. Simon, unfortunately. Not yet in, in administration. But yeah. I did want to say, mm-hmm. when that hit last week, that news, it was completely new news to me that we were going to go into administration yeah. and those things. We were on air. Yeah, I you, talk, I, you we were talking about something we were else. Shocked and upset. It was quite shocked. Yeah. Phones started beeping, all those things. Mm. I thought, here we go, trolls coming in. That's what, Not one single foot, well, one single football club, but not one. Just one football club. Just one Do you football want to club. Name them or no, not? no, no, just okay. one football club. Cup, couple of fans, but you know, every fan base has its idiots. Yeah. Um, from from Celtic to Liverpool to Wealdstone to Weymouth yeah. to Southampton to Norwich, the football family, the fo- Charlie, you're talking about the football about. family, which I have they often come smirked at. Paul. Yeah, they come I together. I have often gone. This does not exist. M- message of support and. Um, Financial support for yeah. the club and um, strength and love and all those yeah. things from other football fans. And I can only thank you on behalf of myself. That was really nice to feel. But also the club as well. The yeah. club has really felt that. Yeah, Plymouth Argyle fans turning up to Talk United on Saturday to just to buy a ticket. Fantastic. And people buying tickets and not actually going to the game, but just to buy the ticket. Um, Weymouth, we've got Weymouth away this um, Saturday, which yeah. is a huge game. In the National League South, bit of a derby. Yeah, Weymouth FC are donating five pounds from every single away ticket to Torquay United, which yeah. they do not have to do. Yeah, and you so, know, times are tough for them as well. Times are tough for absolutely every single football club, nearly, nearly every single football club, and and so just what it has shown, it has really brought out the best in people. And if there is a silver lining. It is that. The good um, thing is, Charlie, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, really, it doesn't. I mean, I think, you know, generally you see football pulled together at yeah. times like that, irrespective yeah. of the club and club rivalries and stuff yeah. like that. It's uh, it's bigger than that because they're for the grace of God and yeah, all that. You exactly. know, it could happen to anybody at any time with a bad set of circumstances and a poor owner. Yeah. Yeah, but so the club is for sale, and uh, hopefully they will find an owner in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we, sh- we shall see. Paul, we shall see. Always. There we are. So uh, yeah, we're going to get you going on a few things. Bill Bailey's going to join us later on. Yes. We think the new TV show <laughs> he's got, which is on tonight, is part two tonight, and we talked to Bill about it. So we will talk to Bill about it. So uh, we think uh, it, it's a, it's the dream gig. Basically, goes to uh, goes to the pub, goes for a walk, goes on a pub <laughs> walk. With famous people. I've come up with an idea. Yeah. And uh, it's, we walk to the pub, we film it and talk about it. Yeah. That, that's basically the commissioning, isn't it? Yeah. No. And they've said, yeah, we'll have 10, Bill. It's <laughs> <laughs> the power of celebrity. But it did strike us. I mean, what a dream format yeah. that is. Just yeah. to go for a nice walk with a famous person, have a chat, then yeah. then hole up in a pub for a few hours. You know, it's, it's I mean, it's it's in the gone fishing envelope, it isn't certainly it? Is, you know, yeah. it's all those things. But I suppose, what would I like? I suppose Charlie Baker eats pasties and sits on the beach for half an hour. Well, that's right. Well, I mean, we can get that away. <laughs> can we get that away? We can get that away. It's just celebrity pasty eating. 
If your name was Harry Stars, we could get it exactly. away. Although he probably wouldn't be interested in that format, would he? <laughs> so if you've got a dream format, you want to pitch to us. Yeah. I mean, it's you're in it, obviously. You're, you're front and it. centre. Keep it clean. Remember the time of day, folks. <laughs> um, so, yeah, your dream, your dream format yeah, we are looking for, nice. that you will be front and centre. And you I mean, put of course, your, you've been doing yours for 25 years. Sat, well, sat of, next course, to Andy. of course. Sat next, the dream. The dream. It, that, I am I'm very much living the dream every day in his, in his and your company. <laughs> so do let us know this afternoon. Talk Sport.com, text 81089, tweet TSHNJ. Trini Woodall of Trini and Susanna oh, fame. Yeah. Uh, Trini has actually gone on to have an incredibly successful cosmetics business now. She's done oh, very really? well post that TV show. Okay. But um, she said today in the papers that um, she's fully into the four sugars in a cup of tea back in the day. She doesn't have any now. But back in the day, she was four sugars in a cup of tea. She didn't strike me as someone who had four sugars. I take it as when she was on the hod. So when she when she was on the site, she'd had four sugars. Can't see Trini. Well, she's lo- loaded mi- the bricks, mixing the muck up in the rain, <laughs> up a scaffold, having a brew. But yeah, Trini Woodall said that she had four sugars in her tea before cutting it out completely. Wow, we. So I judge her for that, Paul. Yeah, I judge people who have sugar in their tea. I think they should grow up. Really? Yeah. Well, don't we always make value judgments? If someone's coming around to um, to oh, do yeah. to do some work. Cup of tea, cup of tea and they yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Well, mine, please, yeah. mate. Yeah, and no one asks. You just put three sugars in, then you yeah. work from that. They either want more or say slightly less sugar. In the mug you got with an Easter egg 30 years ago. (laughs) That's the one. You dig that one out of the back. That crunchy mug you've got. That's right, you dig that one out for the builders. Builders must think the whole world revolves around really bad mugs. Terrible mugs. Everywhere we go, they're they're really bad mugs. You don't put your good stuff out so it sits on a wall to get knocked over, do you, really? (laughs) So um, we were interested this afternoon to hear. We want to open the Most Sugars Hall of Fame. Whether you are a tradesperson, work with one have had people doing work at your house. Has anybody ever gone, um, yeah, a cup of tea? Oh, yeah, wouldn't mind. That'd be lovely. Thanks very much. Um, sugar? Yeah, five, please. Five. And, but not even better than too many, isn't it, Paul? I would think so. Let's open the Most Sugars Hall oh, of Fame. Yeah, that's like name. That. That's we, name. I wouldn't say name. name I think we need name if we can. and uh, profession. Ideally. Yeah, and, let's see. We may end yeah. up, we may find a chartered surveyor is the man with the most, yeah. or woman with the most sugars. I'm, we'll I'm, see. I mean, I'd, I'd like calls on that, Paul. I don't know if we want, okay, I don't yeah. know if we want no, calls. We but, can. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, we want the circumstances. 03717 You can also leave us a WhatsApp voice note yes. on there. 03717 Talksport.com. Maybe you'd like to make a cup of tea on air. And put the sugars in. So we can hear you doing it. Yeah, that would be nice. You could be going, one, one. <laughs> two, three, seven, is it? Yeah, anyway, yeah. let us know this afternoon. Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet J. That and uh, that dream TV f- TV format that you're front and centre of. So, coming up, um, we're going to talk a bit of Manchester United. You probably looked at the back pages today. Looks like Anthony could be on the move. I mean, there were so many opportunities to bring him on the other day against Fulham. And Eric Ten Hag, a, player, a manager who knows him well and has got a tune out of him before, yeah. chose to put all manner of people uh, on the field. It's not gone well for Anthony, before uh, Before uh, they, they even gave him about 15 seconds. Anthony, I'd rather bring on Cleopatra. There we are. There we are. That'd be what a nice that? line, Shout that out, old traffic. Shout that out. That'd go down a storm. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Um, we did ask you, we're opening the um, Most Sugars Hall of Fame. We were quite yeah, surprised to read that Trini Woodall, of Trini and Susanna fame, of course, um, used to like four sugars in her tea. Yeah. She's ditched it now, but she didn't look like someone who went for the four sugars. <laughs> uh, and it tends to be people, a lot of tradespeople, as we were saying yes. earlier on. I had a plasterer working for me.
for me. He used to ask for a caramel latte with five sugars. The spoon almost <laughs> stood up on its own. Great plaster, sorry, great plasterer, terrible teeth, says Adam in Very Essex. Nice. Ryan says, painter and decorator here. I have no sugars, but if the customer doesn't offer a cup of tea... It will be reflected in the bill, so be warned. And there we are. Wow. There we are. Thank you, Brian. Um, Yeah, the mug it's served in, uh, football mugs are another bone of contention, aren't they? You know, one of the two of the listeners said, I had a Chelsea FC supporting builder once. I only had a Fulham mug available for his tea. He never asked me for another tea. Oh, nice, nice Uh, stuff. Plasterer Ian yesterday, black coffee, no sugar. Served in generic mug from the mug tree. Oh, yes, nice. Yeah, Beautiful. Good. Roofer, decorate a builder, always from the mug tree. Oh, this is good, Alex. <laughs> you don't go to the back of the cupboard for the Easter egg one. I'm interested to know specifically what mugs people have got because I think there's a lot of cream egg mugs out there. You think Crunchy there mugs. Just for, yeah. Just, just, just for the builders. If you go around someone's house and, you know... I know, visit, not, long, visit Longleat or something, you know. You're not... A, but they've bought that. I mean, oh, you that's know... true. Really, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. For, I mean, you can get often, like, in the supermarkets, about one pound, one pound fifty for an egg that, with a mug. That's true, And if yeah, you're served yeah. tea in that... I mean, it <laughs> says a lot about what the people think of you, doesn't it? The Queen's... Yeah, the, they the think you're trade. <laughs> Window and door supply, Carl from uh, Tadley, three sugars... Um, free sugars and mile in my tea. I think milk, oh, that probably means. Okay, I guess I've got that wrong. Four sugars if I'm making it myself at home. But I have two if someone else is making it. Oh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm ashamed to say four. Oh, oh wow. Own, the, own your shame. Ben in uh, <laughs> Lancashire working in the fire and security, security industry. Thank you, Benny. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Joining us now to encourage us to get out more. Yeah. Uh, is uh, comedian Bill Bailey. Oh, right, lovely. Bill? My favourite. Hello. Yeah. This is this is the you're working with the national lottery, and too yeah. many people are just sort of sitting at home on their phone watching the telly. Mm. And you're you're a bit outdoorsy. Yes. You like go you like going on sort of exotic trips and stuff. And you want people out of the house. Yeah, I do. I, I like going on exotic trips. I also like going on non-exotic trips. <laughs> <laughs> you know, down to the Thames path nice. a little stroll up and down there. Yeah. I think that's true. That I mean, I think you know, by and large. Um, you sort of it's not everyone but generally if you look at the stats we're we're sort of becoming a bit more sedentary as a nation which is a bit of a worry i think and i think that obviously there's great there's lots of distractions as you say you know you like looking at looking at cat gifts i mean we've all done it <laughs> you'll do it but, and they are hilarious yeah. obviously but yeah but there's a danger that we're sort of missing out a little bit on on what is a, our fantastic country and what it has to offer. And I think this is a great initiative by the National Lottery because what it does, it's saying to people, look, for this week, 9th to the 17th of March, all of these places, lots of, lots of um, you know, parks, wildlife reserves, national trust houses, all these wonderful places are going to be free if you've got a national lottery ticket so all you need for entry is a a lottery ticket or a scratch card or some sort of digital proof you bought a ticket and that's it and you get free entry to these places a lot of the time either either it's free entry or there'll be a discounted offer or special offer or whatever and it's just a way i think of encouraging people to to get out do something perhaps they you know haven't considered doing before Mm. and there's, there's there's hundreds of these all around the country, they'll be somewhere near you. Mm. 
And um, I've actually had a look at it on the, my, my phone this morning on the app, and it's brilliant. It's just, you know, you put in a, like a, you know, a locator thing. You put your part, your, what do you go, your postcode in, and all these things will pop up with things you can go and see. Things like, you know, afraid, like the, the Eden Project down in Cornwall is is opening up, oh, you know, free entry for a week. Um, you know, lots of other RSPB reserves, places that, you know, you can go out and take the kids for, you know, an afternoon or a walk or a stroll. I think it's great. I think it's a great idea. Don't wear your big coat in the Eden Project. That was the, the school by air I made. Oh, really? Oh, like I went the ice hockey in a T-shirt. I didn't <laughs> oh. I hadn't quite work it out. Oh, really. That was a basic error then, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to the tropical zone. Oh, I better mean, put the fleece on and the puffer oh, jacket. That's yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's, it's a really good place. It did strike me as well. This is an elaborate ruse for you. Probably got gangs of burglars all over the country. Where, Go on, get out more, says Bill Bailey. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Oh, yeah, that's the way your mind works then, isn't it? That's clearly, you've seen an opportunity. Are you a robber in your set time? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, just, I, I, do do often, again. I do often feel like you need a reason to be outside and walking. I think that's why people like dogs, having to walk the dog yeah, or bird watching or yeah. something. Because if you're just outside wandering... People yeah. do look at you like you're a, a bit a odd. Weirdo. Well, at my yeah, age, they it. take me at the police station, of course. <laughs> this is the problem. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen a strange man lurking near some sandwiches. <laughs> he doesn't appear to have anything going on in his life. <laughs> you know, he's, got, he's got no walking boots on or anything, yeah. you know. So, so well, nothing. Look, talking of getting out, myself and Charlie are quite taken with your new series, and we're asking the listeners this afternoon to pitch their own dream series, because I would say perfect pub walks with Bill Bailey. <laughs> yeah. Going to the pub with famous people. And we think you've got yeah. you've got um, compromising pictures of the commissioner get here at Moor yeah. Four. This is could be the only explanation how you got this one away, Bill. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. How did he manage that? So you just want to go out walking with you know, people you know, and then go to the pub, and then you're just going to film that. Yeah, um, I think though um, that this is. I mean, I I, I loved making this uh, this series. I bet and, you did. Uh, <laughs> it was it was great fun, honestly. Yeah. And, but I mean, the, the the sort of serious part, I suppose, is it? I mean, it's not really something I did. I set out to to make this about you know men and talking about mental health. But I suppose that that's a kind of consequence of it, in a way, because uh, I think you know blokes generally find it harder to talk about you know some troubling subjects and all all problems i mean i think we're sort of conditioned to do it i think you know from 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 you know certainly of our vintage and then and men you know young men today as well we're kind of meant to be tough and meant to be able to deal with things and handle things and like the idea of talking about your feelings is somehow some you know is is something we feel like you know awkward about whatever and i think walking with is a great way to have conversations like that. I think it's it's a it's it's a kind of low impact exercise. It's not some you know big macho thing. It's just strolling through the countryside. But I think the sort of the nature of it, the way that you know you walk with someone, you walk alongside someone, rather than it's become a sort of quite an intense, you know, conversation where you're like you know you're sort of making eye contact. Mm. I think sometimes that can put you off from being too sort of, you know, revealing about subjects you want to talk about. But strolling along, it's a kind of displacement activity. And I think conversations will flow in all sorts of directions as a result of that. And it's something that I used to do with my old pal, Sean Locke, 
me and Sean, we used yeah. to go for walk for miles and miles and miles. Talk about everything, anything and anything. Some old nonsense, <laughs> we just make up some daft, stupid sketch. And the next minute we're talking about philosophy. Then we're talking a bit with them gossiping about something. Then we're talking about the kids and the family. And the next minute it's talking about history and language. Mm. I think walking has a way yeah. of, of, of unlocking those conversations. Everything's a pub walk if you look hard enough. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You know, isn't it? You, yeah. know, you can find Absolutely. a pub more or less anywhere if you uh, if you give it a good. But also good for the pub industry, I suppose. You yeah. know, because a lot of pubs well, are shutting down all over the place. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. And and a lot of these places that we went to, I mean, they're wonderful old pubs that have been there for you know for a long time. And as you say, you know, it, they're, they're under threat. And uh, and the pub is a, is a is a sort of you know it's it's a kind of. They're landmarks a lot of the time, you know, on, on in in Britain. In these and they mm. they used to be, you know, way stations on what were the old drovers' paths and, and coaching ways and all that sort of stuff. Coaching yeah. ways, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, very much they sort of they are part of the landscape as well. And I, th- I know it's in a game, yeah, it's a great way to sort of highlight them and the, you know show their history and the and their sort of their significance on the landscape. You are touring currently. I think we uh, we oh, find fantastic. you in. Is it Sheffield tonight? Sheffield tonight. Yes. Thoughtifier. Yep. That's yeah. it. That's me. I, I am a thoughtifier. Yeah. <laughs> and I thoughtify. You thoughtify. Yeah. Have you got your your, your uh, piano with you and your guitar and all, all the yes. all the instruments that we know all you for, Bill? We know you. We know I you're a professional just, dancer, but I know. haven't just got a piano and a guitar, mate. Honestly, <laughs> listen. Yeah, that's you're talking. That's entry level. I've got a laser harp. Wow, <laughs> laser I've got harp. a flipping laser harp. Yeah, who, you don't see who hasn't? Often. That hackle. Who hasn't? That hackle. Well, if thing. you haven't, if you haven't got a laser, who are you? Yeah. If you haven't got a laser harp. That's what I say. It's a harp made out of lasers. Beams of light. That is an instrument. I play lasers with my hands. So it's uh, nice. yes. Wow. How much? No one else. How much yeah. would Rick Waitman have loved one of those oh, back in the yesterdays? Yeah. Oh, he would have loved that, wouldn't he? He would have never left the house. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, 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 the 70s laser harp may have had your hand off. Yeah, yeah it would have done. <laughs> no, it would have done. The, the, the clumpy ones. Yeah, yeah, the early ones. They were, yeah, <laughs> health and safety. Perfect for being a Six yeah. holes in the roof. Yeah. <laughs> Burning down the theatre. But it did, um, sort, it did sort his eyesight out. So yeah, other so than that, that, that's fantastic. You could do, that's right, you could do that, couldn't you? Float in the front row. Yeah. Perfect 2020 vision <laughs> after seeing As Bill. he comes out. Um, and finally, QPR yes. fan, Bill. Um, yes. Tough times Doing at well. the moment. Are we all well, right? Well, look, come on. We've had a couple of wins. I'm going to take that. Yeah. Yeah. So, a, a, a resurgence. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know, we've had many false dawns at... Uh, Loftus Road, but I think I think you know. Hopefully, we've turned a corner. It has been tough times, though. Oh Lord, yeah. oh Lord, has it? And um, I keep saying we should just get a, you know, a Brazilian, and uh, in you just know. any Brazilian. Yeah, not even a footballer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, really. just anyone, nice. like a postman. Yeah. So they're, they're all handy. <laughs> they are all good. Yeah, and yeah. Stan Bowles, of course, dying this week. Oh, the club's been in the news. What you know, it's kind of a legend. Yeah, what a player yeah. he would be even now. Just, so, I mean, what if you could actually accommodate a sort of maverick player like mm. that? Now, I suppose kind of Grealish. There's still there's a few yeah, players like that cool. out there, but not many really. No, exactly. I mean, they are a sort of, yeah, few and far between. I think that's just the nature of, of modern football. It's changed, isn't it? Um, and it's difficult to imagine, you know, someone like that today. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that I, there's still room for it, I think. And I think that's 
what it delights the fans, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it, it, when you have someone who's a, got a bit of a character who's not, you know, he's he's not afraid of, you know, showing off a bit, a bit of showboating. I think that's that's what's part of the game. Yeah. You know, people love that. Well, Bill, uh, I know it's uh, Sir Trevor McDonald tonight. It's more for uh, nine o'clock. Yes. Perfect pub walks with Bill's. Uh, he's on tour. Go and see him in Thoughtify. And uh, yeah, good to talk to you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks there we all. are. There's there Bill are. Bailey. And go and check out the national. What's the Trevor McDonald like in the pub? Do you think? And finally, I think he does. Finally, a peaty whiskey. I'll have a I'll have a small <laughs> Irish with that, Bill. <laughs> Be great, wouldn't it? Eight like pints in. Just right, and yeah. finally, a Jaeger bar. You've been on the fruity for too long, mate. <laughs> Let someone else have a go. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are. A good to talk to Bill. Go and Lovely. check out the National Lottery website. All the details are there of all those places you can get into for now or certainly at a discount. It's a great idea, isn't it? Good oh, yeah, perfect. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yeah, thanks to Bill Bailey there. Yeah, and funny, uh, we man. think, as we say, he's got that dream format of going to the pub with his celebrity pals. <laughs> and we were asking you about... If you could put yourself front and centre of yeah. a dream format, you can get anything made like Bill's got that made. You know, what oh, would yeah. it be? And we've had a couple come it. in, Charlie, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, my Bill Bailey TV show. This is Marcus in Gloucestershire. Yeah. It's called Pick Nick. Oh, OK. I spend time sat in a park on a lovely blanket discussing the finer points of scotch eggs and pork pies. Right. So far... So savoury, Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice, yeah. Nice, I'm, pro- I'm, I'm, yeah. nice little programme so far, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the likes of Nicole Scherzinger. All yeah. right, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicola Roberts, yeah. episode two. Yeah. And maybe even Nicole Kidman for a Christmas yeah, special. No sign of Nick Summerby no, there, no. then. There is a Nick, pattern. Nick Witchell not getting a, a look a in p- there. <laughs> <laughs> there is a pattern for Thank you, Marcus. There. Very nice. Uh, my dream TV format is me hosting Prince William and other FA board members at various non-league games to show them the true state of the game, said James the Gressley Rovers fan. I'm thinking, yeah, not sure, James. Not sure. Touch dry. Important. Are they in a classic it, car? Important. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Are they driving around in the clatter or an old Sherpa van? Posh blokes in cars talking non-league football. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Um, TV show about fishing. Yeah. But no fishing equipment. Yeah. <laughs> Just me sat by the riverbank drinking wine. <laughs> wow. Yes, I'm an alcoholic. Thank you, oh, Anon- thank you Anonymous. Off, Very nice. Off the back of that, Mr Jolly says that um, Bob Mortimer had said on Would I Lie To You and he did in his autobiography that well, there was a point when he was on 16 sugars in his tea. Nah, but way, Bob's joking or not. That would be the winner. Apparently, um, um, Neil's been in touch, oh, uh, a yeah. police officer, I'm guessing, and uh, we've had another police officer get in touch this afternoon. Um, said, uh, yeah, once once uh, crims often get put into custody. Okay, uh, that's a very high sugar quota. Oh, really? According to one who calls himself retired job, he said it does depend on uh, the withdrawal symptoms they are suffering <laughs> of course, uh, yeah. at any one point. Some oh, little bit of it. sugar might make up for it. So yeah, high sugar quotient. This is a uh, this is because Trini Waddle of Trini and Susanna. Uh, fame back in the day, now very successful businesswoman in the cosmetics industry, mm. admitted to she didn't look like a four sugars no, girl not to at me. all. No way, no but way. Four sugars, she's admitted to. And we were asking about the mugs that you give, the, uh, yeah. mugs that you give the builders and uh, workmen and work people yeah. who come into your house to to do various jobs. We were discussing Easter egg mugs Easter mainly. Mug, yeah. We'd not mentioned the sports direct 
no. direct cup, of course, Paul, no. which comes like a massive bucket. But Ryan's been wow, in touch Ryan. on Twitter. It's unbelievable, Paul, yeah. isn't it? He said, I've got a mug that's bigger than a Sports Direct mug. It's an HP Source mug. Look, yeah, and we asked for photographic evidence and because we thought it was a bit of hyperbole from his point of view. Not, not a bit of it. No way. No hyperbole involved there. He's Look either at... got a very small hand. Oh. It's either a child holding it. Yeah. And it's a it, normal size it, mug. It is at that crossover point between... Um, drink receptacle and bucket, isn't yeah, it? Vase. You're, yeah, you're you're put. You know, you're putting um, you're putting wallpaper paste in that as opposed to tea, aren't you? But Ryan, yeah. thank you very much, Charlie. I thought of you today. Oh, that's One nice, of these Paul. big uh, ads, the full page ads you see at the back of newspapers. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, it might be fifty quid teddy bears. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the Elvis watch. Oh yeah, lovely. Commemorative yeah, lovely. Carabao Cup Liverpool watch. That'll be watch, out soon, yeah. won't it? A limited edition. We all see those things. One of only five hundred. And his favourite readers' trousers. Normally oh, with okay. a gusset come in a lot of colours, mainly sort of green and browns for <laughs> making that what you will. And I thought of you today. Waste. Today's special offer is for the RAF Dam Busters genuine leather jacket. Okay. It's a flying jacket. I don't know if anybody's watching okay. Masters of the Sky at the moment, not on Apple. It's been very good. That's Austin good, Butler, oh, okay. good cast, very good right. cast. British actors as well. But these are the sort of jackets the guys are wearing. It's the Classic leather flying jacket with the the fur fur yeah, the kind yeah. of white fur collar. Yeah. But on it it says Dam Busters, okay, 1943. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And um, I'm wondering. And on it you've got the uh, RAF heraldic badge on oh, the sleeve. Lovely, yeah. Dam Busters, 1943. And the pilot's wings. Yeah. What's the market for that? <laughs> Who's it aimed at? What does it say about you? Now, I'm, I'm, I just imagined you buying it. Oh, thanks a lot. No, but uh, not okay. out of choice. But if you're walking round in that, what are people thinking? What value judgment are they thinking? Was he in the Dam How Busters? How old would you have to be You'd have to now be a, a, to about be, have been in the, the Dam Busters? If you wanted to be roughly 19... To, I mean, Guy Gibson's only about 24, you know. Yeah. But the, some of the... Let's work on the basis some of the crew were 20 years old. 1943. You'd need... Yeah, you'd so need you're to wearing be, it in tribute to... Yeah. ...the people who did the Dam Busters. And then when it says genuine leather jacket, does that mean genuine leather, not a genuine Dam Busters jacket? No, it's not. It's, it's not genuine. This is... This is a, this, Real life leather. It's genuine leather. The, the odd thing is, well, it comes accompanied by a reproduced Operation uh, Shasti's route map. Yeah. So this, you, you get a route map of how Guy and the boys did the job. So is that on the basis that <laughs> you bought the jacket and it's only a matter of time before you go and take out... Some dams oh, on the oh, German oh, yeah, border. The bouncing bomb. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. I mean, if you ever want to actually fly in the same direction. It's a bit of cosplay, isn't it, as they call it, isn't it, Paul? People dressing up. So? Who's, I don't know, who, how many they'll sell. We need to get in, in I'm, touch. I'm working on the basis that the bloke who walks into the pub wearing that oh, jacket, yeah. when he goes up, he goes up and he says, oh, the usual, please, Sandra. And um, he's almost certainly got a pewter tankard hanging on the bar. Yeah, for absolutely. Him, ready yes, and waiting. Yeah, lovely. Little MG sat out, out the side. Yeah, like that's that. it. Pull off. You know, there we, we are. We're, all, we, we're, picturing, we're picturing the genuine person. leather jacket. So there, there we are. Is. Um, wow. If you really, How much, Paul? Uh, let's have a look. Installments? It says, pay nothing now. Oh. No. Uh, okay. That's the way it tends to work. Um, 299 quid. Okay. Uh, okay. Five interest-free installments. What's, what's of, the fur? Do we know what the fur is? It viscose. Is it high, highly flammable quality? The, no, it's, uh, it's the handcraft and durable brown genuine leather jacket with a camouflage livery of the Dam Busters. The word "genuine" is doing quite a lot of it lifting is. there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, squadron badge on the sleeve. In yeah, turn, depicting the squadron motto at Pray Mar Le Deluge, <laughs> Del Boy. I, well, having met people 
yeah. who have served in yeah. our not incre- in the damn incredible bus. forces. Yeah, of course. Throughout history, yeah, old and young, yeah, they would not be seen dead in that jacket. <laughs> no, they, <laughs> they would not they be seen in it. They would not. Also, they do not wear what they have done on their sleeve. They are very proud this, people. This strikes me as a tremendous stag do purchase <laughs> oh, yeah, for the groom to wear. <laughs> with like, so a, if, I can see Russ Abbott in it with a yeah. with, with a scarf that but points out the back. Go, say you go to like Spain in the height of the summer and it's like eighty degrees <laughs> and everybody else is Club <laughs> Tropicana except for the groom who's walking around in his Dan Buster's forty three jacket. And uh, everywhere he goes, all the, everybody's going. Oh yeah, nice. There he yeah. goes. Okay, well, just uh, yeah. there was a, look a, that up. You are listening to Talksport. <laughs> um, keep your emails, texts, and tweets coming. Talksport.com. Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet TS. Few people uh, sent me the uh, Bentley keeper. Oh, I know we've got a break. How much uh, the Bentley, Bentley keep costing? Bentley, you can pick one up for about eighty quid now. So it's not as not as expensive as we thought. Really? I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a fake any, one. I don't know. Any, I don't any, know. People sending me on Twitter. Various Bentley any, keys. Any kind of computerised car key for any car has got to cost more than 80 quid. They cost a fortune. Than, I think it'd be more than We've been ripped quid. off for years, Absolute, Charlie. Absolutely ripped you off. You lose a key. That's the first thing. You say, oh, I've lost the key. and you, they're, they're sucking their teeth at the main dealer, aren't they? When I had my bag nicked last Christmas, Paul, which yeah. I don't go on about, you know, all my car keys were in there. So, oh, you know, Charlie. Terrible. We brought it up that again. That wasn't 80 quid, was it? That wasn't 80 quid either, no. It definitely wasn't. And that wasn't a Bentley. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It's Charlie Baker's West Country. Ah, get on. Tom Pierce, Tom Pierce, lend me your grey mare. All along down, along out, along lee. I want to go to Whitacombe Fair. He wants a point. 
with John Stewart, Bill Brewer, Peter Derry, Peter Devy, Harry Hawke, Dana Wooden. It's Charlie Baker's Country Corner. It's Charlie Baker's Country Corner. Long in it. Long oh, long. That's right. Oh, oh, get here. There get it is. Get on. Get on. It is quite get long. On, it's long in it. Uh, and we're heading further west than Charlie normally likes. Oh, yeah. Across the bridge. Devonian. We're crossing the bridge. Crossing the bridge. <laughs> but for a good reason, because uh, down uh, in Cornwall, they yeah. are fully embracing the world of hickory golf. Oh, this beautiful. is golf played with the old wooden shafted yeah. clubs of yore it's as it's fantastic. meant to be played that's right i mean over a century ago they were using old you know old tom and young tom and all that they were using these kind of clubs um the yeah the cornwall golf union have decided to officially recognize hickory growth as uh, hickory <laughs> golf as it, as it grows as a, as a sport martin edwards is the union's president good afternoon martin hello martin Good afternoon, gents. Yeah, this is great. We've talked about hickory golf. I've always been fascinated by it. The idea that what a great leveler it would be yeah. in the Open or the Ryder Cup. Um, I would imagine, say, hitting a ball instead of you know using one of these instead of a sort of top of the range club these days would be a bit of a culture shock. It certainly would be, but I actually believe it will it will help your swing because you've got to swing it smooth and slow. And time it right. Mm. Uh, the size of the head is just so small compared to the new equipment. Mm. Very unforgiving, really. Have you got to be, yeah, got to be a better golfer, I take it, have you? Martin? Yeah, I, I believe so, yeah. yeah. And, is it, and is it the same amount of clubs, Martin? Is it? Is it uh, yes, they, they, they still have 14 clubs. Um, Paul East, who's the captain of the Hickory Society in this country, is a member of a Cornish club, and he approached us to support it. And, and the exec committee decided that we'd run a championship. So on the 1st of August, we're running the Cornish Open Hickory Golf Championship wow. at a course called Gillyflower, okay. who you might well know is owned by Tim Smith of Eden Project. Oh, oh right. Okay, okay, right. right. Yeah, okay. So is it, uh, have, you, have you got quite a wide age range of the people that are taking part, the young people trying their hand at uh, Hickory Golf? Well, at the moment, the society are, are going to come to Cornwall to play their championship here. We're having open. I've had a lot of people shown interest in wanting to have a go at it because it is how it all started. And we've played golf in Cornwall for 135 years. We're one of the oldest county unions in the country. Right. And I suppose, I mean, the balls are different as well. They're sort of feathers, aren't they? They're kind of completely different balls. Are you using those as well? No, I don't believe Paul says they'll be using those. There's a different, there's a certain type of ball you have to use um which they approve and it's different types of tightness not your pro v ones your your less graded tightness oh, ball. so you can't hit the ball as far obviously so how does i mean playing on modern courses is that i mean is that proving an issue yeah they've got uh, an allowance uh, there's a different stroke index allowance for them when the new handicap system that came in it's different for them they've got more shot allowances uh we had a demonstration here last thursday uh, with Paul showed us, and he can hit it really well, but it doesn't go as far as the no, modern no. equipment, nowhere near it. Oh. Uh, are there any other rules that to play in the Hickory uh, Championship? Do you have to, to have to turn up with a man in front of your car with a white flag, or <laughs> yeah. do, 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 yeah. do you have to wear? Do you have to wear, do you have to wear plus fours? There's a lot of plus fours. You know, in yeah, the plus fours I'm going seeing. on. Is it going yeah. to be like a sort of yeah. a Goodwood Festival of Speed uh, sort of dress up event as well? I suspect the, the British Society of Hickory will come in their plus fours. They look very smart, gentlemen. Uh, and what was interesting was that he actually uses sand rather than a wooden tea peg. 
Oh, but, right, OK, uh, yeah. You bring your own, bring your, don't have to bring your own sand in Cornwall. That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we. Very and, uh, nice. Yeah, I'm sure there's people out there who've never tried it. Is there an opportunity, if you're a kind of somebody who loves a game of golf, and is there an opportunity just to give it a go for the modern golf? Yeah, because of this, like cha- yeah, this championship, as I said, it's an open event. And what's right. going to happen is that a gentleman's coming down from um, the home counties and bringing clubs that you can hire to play in the event. Okay. Um, I would have to hire a set because I'm left-handed and they're hard to come by. Yeah. So they've got a set lined up for me to have a go at it. I think it'd be a difficult um, sell, wouldn't it, if you if you got home? I don't know how much money you spend on golf equipment a year, Martin, but I can imagine it's a couple of quid um, if you came home. I've just had to buy a whole new set of hickory shafts. Yeah. <laughs> and they're yeah, probably not cheap. No, they're probably... Some of them are really, really old and you wouldn't play with them because they're, they're worth a lot of money. But uh, there's a club maker in Devon that Ooh. makes replica ones. That'll be good. Use. That'll right. be good. And what would a what a set what would a hickory set co- cost you? Uh, in, from I, the actually, I don't general? know. Paul oh. Paul East is the man to speak to on that front. Oh, I have Paul East question. You've got to ask Paul East about that. <laughs> yeah. He'll come down from Devon. <laughs> yeah. If you, as long as you pay his toll on the bridge, he yeah. will. He'll cut. Yeah, that's it. That's g- the give, least. Him a, no, only, give him a pass. He'll sell you a set. Out of <laughs> we only pay a toll out of Cornwall. I see. You would pay to get out, or you not to get in. That doesn't seem fair. I know. Yeah. They won't let you out otherwise. That's right. <laughs> it's like the Hotel California. It is, yeah. Well, look, good to talk to you, Martin. Yeah, we'll we'll look out you. for the Might try and come play in the Open, 1st yeah, of August. Quite child. fancy it. Brilliant. There we are. Martin. Cheers, Martin. Uh, cheers. The uh, county president of the Golf Union down in Cornwall. Um, so there we are, Charlie. Hickory shafts. Hickory shafts. And also, if you're not very good, probably burn. It does sound like... Get a, your fire going with them. Hickory shafts does sound like someone who read the weather on CNN. <laughs> well, let's get the weather now with Hickory. Hickory. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It does, doesn't it, really? Who's, um, the man? Who's the man who plays old-fashioned golf? Shaft. Hickory shaft. That's it. That's Damn right. It. Well, there we are. We got to, We squeezed the West Country I, corner. Do you know what, Paul? It's always a good day when there's a West Country corner. Okay. Thank that so was much. Charlie Baker's West Country corner. We will continue building up to the FA Cup games, uh, two of which you'll hear on TalkSport and TalkSport 2 this evening after the sports headlines. It's Charlie Baker's Country Corner! It's Charlie Baker's Country Corner! Hold on! That's right! Get here! Get it! Come by! All right, get on then! Sit up, Tyrrell! The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We're going to talk a little bit of snooker now, and um, they've got the inaugural Riyadh Season World Masters of Snooker. Okay. Catchy. Uh, That starts (laughs) next Monday. The prize uh, pot is £789,000. Is it indoors, Paul? They're playing indoors, are they? not playing outdoors. It'll be a bit hot outside. It'll be a bit hot outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe an air-conditioned outdoor stadium. Um, No shortage of takers for this with the money. Um, I don't think there'll be having a fag out by the bins <laughs> during a break in play. Um, so they got the golden ball, okay, haven't they, for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we spoke to Rob Maul about it from the, the Sun, their, uh, their uh, snooker correspondent near the time, but none of us really knew how it was going to work. Let's see if we're any close, only a week away, less than a week away, so hopefully we all know how it's going to work. Good afternoon, Rob. Hi, Rob. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, Charlie. So, yeah, we weren't sure what it was going to be, when it would appear on the table. What would happen if you... If you, uh, it's not David Beckham, is it? Turns up, stands no, on the I table. I don't think it's David Beckham, <laughs> no. But if you'd potted, you were just wondering, like, would you lose the game if you potted oh, it? Oh, yeah. But apparently, you, I've written your piece today, it doesn't actually go on the table. It only goes on the table when someone's done a one four seven. Um, No, I didn't quite say that. Oh, I think okay. we, we, oh. In truth, we don't know yet. We're just waiting for the local promoters in Saudi Arabia to explain. I spoke to one player who's yeah. involved in the event on Monday, 
And he understands it's going to be on the bulk cushion, which is the cushion you obviously have the bulk line with the, the green, the brown, the yellow, and the cue ball starts from for the break. Right. And the ball will be on the table at all times. But we're just waiting for that clarification. Right. But yeah, it's a very good question. What happens if you pop the goal ball yeah, while you're in a yeah. break of 26? I mean, um, do you, that, do you owe them 100,000 quid? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a money-making exercise for Saudi. That's right. Finally, some money going in. It's going to basically go on new Newcastle players all up to five. But I've just read it. It said a controversial your piece, 20, controversial 20-point goal ball will come into play if anyone compiles a 147 maximum break. Right. No, no, I suppose it will come into play in the sense that you can pot it. it ah, okay. So it's still be on the play. But right. that's the question, of course. What happens if you pot this goal ball by mistake or it cannons off? But the actual yeah. goal ball, which is worth this arbitrary value of 20 points, I mean, why not make it a billion? For yeah, yeah. Why 20 points? Why a not perhaps points. eight at one point after a seven? But the point is, is that once you've done the one four seven, which is quite rare anyway to see it on a regular event, it then means you can go for a one six seven, Oof. which would give the Saudi paymasters the opportunity, if Ronnie mm. was on one next week, to claim they've had the world record break in snooker, which mm. um, would be quite something, wouldn't it, if it was to happen? So um, but it does. It comes into play once the one four seven has been compiled. Okay, I just—I mean, it could easily just be another ball. I mean, if if you're if you're you know if you're putting together a break, and in the same way that you might put the black down, the pink down as part of a break between reds, you put the gold down, you get twenty points. Oof. I don't—I don't know. I mean, that's not what they're going to do, though. I mean, speaking to the players, they haven't had a chance to practice with it, of course, because you can't go to your local pub, local snooker. <laughs> Get a goal ball from behind the bar, can you? It's not something we can just spray. You can spray another one. Yeah, goal, I'm assuming it's you? just another. But a goal's not going to be an actual goal, is it? It's not going to be an act, like it's not going to make a ting when you hit it. No, it's got to be a snooker ball. <laughs> a bell in it. Who's making? Who's making the gold snooker balls? That's a that's a nice little gig as well. Um, I mean, look, with that sort of money on offer, so all, all the all the all the boys are going there. It's. I noticed this. You say today there's going to be a couple of wild card local entries. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, my, my knowledge of Saudi snooker stars is quite poor, so I don't know. <laughs> from what I'm told by World Snooker Tour, I don't know if that means wild cards from Saudi, mm. wild cards from Bahrain mm. or, or the Middle East, etc. But um, on Monday, we've got Ali Khan from Mark Williams playing one of these wild cards. The winner of that goes into a quarterfinal, and then you've got Ronnie, Luca Brussel, Judd Trump, Mark Allen, Mark Selby, Sean Murphy. So we've got some really established, the best, the best names in the business really are taking part in this event. Um, it is an invitational. It's probably essentially exhibition, isn't it, really? Mm. We have got a ranking event in Saudi Arabia in August when it's going to be about 40 degrees heat. So they, they better have good aircon in Riyadh for that one. But uh, this event is just trying, as far as World Snooker are concerned, trying to build the sport, trying to build the game, the popularity. But it comes off the back of, Matchroom signing these deals for Anthony mm. Joshua fighting in um, in Saudi Arabia. Of course, we've seen the football, haven't we? Gone over to yeah, yeah, we've yeah. seen the golf and look. Human rights campaigners will will advocately say we shouldn't go to this part of the world, but a lot of sports are, aren't they? They're following the money. It was exciting in the darts in the Bahrain Open when they had it was an open competition, wasn't it? Mm. And some of the darts players were at some wow. amazing there actions. Was some amazing some guy, one came up from guy, the waist. Like Steve Backley. <laughs> like a javelin <laughs> throw. I've never seen I don't know what they're gonna be like in the snooker actions. playing around their back. Well funny enough, um yeah, I, I saw a little piece you did yesterday. Mark Allen was talking about because we'd had a there've been a few bits saying where snooker's loot littler. We need yeah. a mm. kind of kid to come along and shake it the way that Ronnie did all those years ago, shake it all up. 
And Mark Allen said to you, well, it's so much harder in snooker to find a Luke Littler because it's a much harder game to play than darts. Quite controversial. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've been on social media and seen the, the one four seven nine data hole-in-one golf debate, which has really sort of got a few people <laughs> aggravated, Sean Murphy and Joe Culler particularly. But Mark's point was that Luke Littler, as talented as he is, has been able to come in and beat established former world champions mm. in their first meetings. And perhaps if you had the equivalent in snooker, given the format, given the length of the game, yeah. given the complexities of snooker, it's probably a lot harder. There are talented youngsters coming through but they're not as good as Luke Litter. And a lot of the talent coming through is still from China as well that are coming over. So to be honest, I think Mark's point, I would agree with it, actually. I think it's yeah. a lot harder. Snooker's really a sport where um, where you get better with age, I would mm, say. Yeah. Well, look, good to talk to you, Rob. We'll, we'll keep we'll keep an eye on what's going on with the, the gold ball and how it's all going to work so out when they get underway it, next yeah. week. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it takes place. Uh, as for Monday, we'll get a clearer picture on how it's all going to work. It's a lot very of money nice. on offer. Yeah, very nice. So they think it will just be on on that. So you'll get the black in for the one four seven. Yeah, I mean, he's it's on, and he's on the gold. The gold is sitting there. I don't know if you've got to clear all the other balls first. But as we said, if you put yeah. the gold down, what's the forfeit? When what's the penalty? Well, what's the yeah. foul stroke? Tell us your forfeits. Eight ten eighty nine four. If you pop the gold yeah. ball this afternoon, I've run out of sugar at the tackle shop, so I'm using butterscotch flavored syrup instead. <laughs> in tea the shop is only over the road but it's doing the job says Jack wow, in wow. Uh, Sheffield we ask you this because uh, Trini Woodall of Trini and Susanna fame um, admitted that back in the day she was four sugars yeah. so we thought we'd have the uh, most sugars hall of fame because many of the talk sport listeners uh, trades people of an afternoon have yeah. been telling us uh, some of their stories. We've enjoyed it. Absolutely enjoyed it. Um, I'm a roofer from Sussex. Um, I I uh, own the fact that I only have one sugar, but I actually don't like tea. I oh. only actually drink tea. Otherwise, I, otherwise, I'm expected to work while all my workmates <laughs> stop working oh, and have a tea. He just stands there and has a yeah. fake tea. That's nice. He feels like he's. Um, I'm mm. a. Oh, you like this one, Paul? I'm a gas engineer. This is Mick yeah. the Gooner, mm. and this. That, that will become clear. I'm a gas <clears throat> engineer, and I yeah. was working in a house one day which had three horrible Tottenham cups, ah, all with old stale tea in them on the window sill up two flights of stairs. Yeah. Been mm. there a while, so I thought to myself, oh, well, they won't miss one. So I took one of the cups to take with me. Later in the day, when I was safely away and in a quiet era, area, I took the horrible Tottenham cup out, making sure I wore gloves and I, so I didn't catch anything. <laughs> Off yep. the Tottenham Cup. <laughs> Took great joy in smashing the cup to bits on the yeah. ground. And any bits left in bigger pieces, I took a hammer to them. Very <laughs> satisfying. That was Mick me. Laguna. Very Hates angry. the Spurs, Paul. Hates the Spurs. Pete in Gateshead saying, uh, I've got a hickory putter that my wife had made for me two years ago. It's amazing. He uses it in his oh, mainstream nice. game. It's in the bag. It's in his regular bag, in the, the hickory bag. putter. Yeah, yeah, Thank you. Nice. And he also tells us, Pete, when I was in the military police, um, we often had to visit the guard room of various local army units when on night shift, but we never, ever accepted a cuppa, no matter how attractive the bug or how many sugars they offered. Yeah, the oh, MPs, right. maybe not the most popular, and oh. there may have been a little bit extra in their tea. I think oh, that's right. what okay. Pete is. <laughs> so he's got a bit of a tang to it. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so don't worry about it, mate. The water, it's the water around here. Yeah, we're all right. I'm guessing that's what he means anyway. Okay. So uh, keep those coming. Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH&J. 
Uh, it's the most sugars hall of fame. Lots of six and seven sugars we've oh, been it's hearing a, it's about. A, sorry, Paul, I know we're yeah. going to the break. John, the Spurs fan, we had a builder asking for oat milk in his tea. We lost all faith that he would be any good at building after that. Yeah. Oh, there we are, <laughs> the oat milk. That's it. Sorry, carry on. They rip the epaulettes off his jacket and break... <laughs> yeah, that's And like, in break, your badge. Break the shovel. And in your builder's badge. Like branded all those years ago. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, and we're told uh, a friend of mine once made a cup of tea for a former Aston Villa striker and current TalkSport breakfast co-presenter mm-hmm. who had eight sugars. No, no way. Gabby, eight sugars. Could be Gabby, could be Dino. Could be Dean Saunders, yeah, that's true. Who do you think it is? Von Lahore or I, Saunders? Something rings a bell. I think Alan and Gabby have talked about that. Uh, and I think, okay. I think it's... I mean, he, he must have a cup of tea in the studio. I don't know if Gab's listening today, but if he wants to... Yeah, Tell us if that's true or not. Clear that eight, up. He's an eight sugar man. Uh, Talksport.com, text eight to eighty nine. Tweet TSH good, and J. Good blues song. Yeah, I'm the eight sugar. Eight man. sugar man. Da, 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 da. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, yeah, time for the clips of the week for February. I'm off for a few days. Uh, myself and Annie won't be back till next Wednesday. Um, and it was all getting a bit late by then, so mm. we thought we'd bring them to you just before the end of the month. It'd be lovely. Normal. Uh, fresh clips of the week before March. Special so, treat for me, Paul. I love yeah, cl- I love right, clips please. of the week, love clips of the month, never get to do them, so it's very, very nice. Well, this is a little double, uh, Ray Parler. We're counting this as one clip. Uh, yeah, it's Alan Brazil and Ray Parler on breakfast, planning an exotic holiday. Someone's calling you Ray Attenborough here. Oh, when you're well, talking about Rwanda and the Silverbacks. Yeah, no, he, he, was, he was very interesting to go and see. I, I, see, I love a safari. Do you? I've never um, been on one. Oh, well, fair enough. <laughs> Stuart Granger. I love a safari, but I've never been, I've never on, been one. on one. Yes, uh, and, and the safari chat continued later in the show. Nice. Danny Murphy went on one. He said it was magnificent. Yeah, I, I should imagine in you know in the wild it must be brilliant to see. Obviously, I want to be in a cage though. Oh, okay, fair enough. Caged Arsenal. Is he really, really up for this? Yeah, <laughs> really in the wild. So anyway, that's the Ray, Ray Parler on Safari. That is a definite yeah. TV show. I watch that. If Bill you? Bailey going to the pub is, is yeah. a TV Ray, show. Ray Parler on Safari. It's only Ray Parler on Safari. Ray Panther Parler. Yeah. So what's next, Charlie? Uh, let's get some Welsh regional bants now with Jim White and Dean Saunders. Yeah. So Swansea people, let's get this right, are, are more posh than Cardiff people are. The Enzo not posh. Well, it's I wouldn't just, say that. They, 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 <laughs> the Cardiff really they drag their arse. Oh, oh really? I've never <laughs> noticed that. Well, like a dog. I've never, never noticed <laughs> like that. Like a dog with worms. Yes, indeed. <laughs> never knew that, Dean. Here are a couple of callers now giving us a little bit too much information. Carl is a Villa fan. Wants to talk about managers. Hello, Carl. How are you, mate? You all right. I'm great. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. Just uh, cut out the bath, actually. Uh, let's go to Matt, who's an Aston Villa fan. All right, Matt. Hey, Matt. 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 He's not waiting for a train, is he? Matt. Yes. Yeah, all right. All right, mate. I'll <laughs> just, just blow dry my, uh, my girlfriend's hair. <laughs> blow drying his girlfriend's hair. Oh yeah, of course he One's was. getting out the bath. <laughs> Far too much information. <laughs> a lot we don't of need information, all information. Yes. Yeah, it could have been worse. This is a Stuart Pierce on commentary duty, going a bit Del Boy. The timing of the finish, catching the goalie off guard, was the the pestle la resistance, as they say, in the Dudoin. <laughs> Rodney. Very nice. The pesto de la resistance. The pesto de la resistance. That's like when your kids don't want pasta for tea. That's it, yeah. (laughs) Um, Here's Paul Ross talking sci-fi on the overnight show Extra Time. Out of space, William Shatner. 
Voicing, I mean, you know... I'm, I think it makes perfect sense. I bow to no one in my love of the chat. Yeah, well. maybe could have, re, could have rephrased <laughs> that one. Could have rephrased that one. Maybe, yeah. yeah. And finally, let's get the news from Tom Clayton. With the six o'clock headlines, I'm Tom Clayton. Good morning. A sad sight to see... Oh, don't be so hard on yourself, Tom. <laughs> Goodness sake. Don't be so hard on yourself. No, I mean, I do Saturday mornings for me. It looks all right. Yeah, it looks yeah. wide awake. Bright so eyed. was it Ray Parler on safari? Was it uh, the Cardiff people dragging their R's? Mm. Uh, was it the two listeners and too much information? Was it Stuart Pearce becoming Del Boy? Was it um, Paul Ross's love of William Shatner? Was it Tom Clayton? Having a pop at himself. Um, yeah. What's your favourite? We've got two semi-finals uh, up there at TSH and J. Oh, it's all online, is it? Paul? It's all on the, all online, yes, you have to vote on Twitter. I'm, I'm refreshing now. Is it there? Yes, it is. It's always there, is it? Uh, you had a vote. What would you vote them. for, Paul? One of them's up. The second one's coming up any second. Are you allowed to vote, or do you? Um, um, skew I don't want to the vote. Skew it. I'm, no, I no. will vote. I will oh, vote okay. in both semi-finals. They'll both be up there very shortly. Oh, I'll find it. I'll have a go. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Thanks for everybody who voted in the clips of the month. Uh, we're going to bring that uh, to you now. Stuart Pierce won with his bit of Del Boy. Oh, Here lovely. The timing of the finish, catching the goalie off guard, was the, the pesta la resistance, as they say, in the Dudoin. Here we are, 68% of the vote. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That's how it all unfolded this Lovely. afternoon. I'm off now for a few days. That's nice I'll leave ball. you in the very capable hands of a mixture of Shaban Ahern, Charlie Baker, Perry Groves... Yep. Uh, Jermaine Defoe. Jermaine Defoe. Jermaine Defoe. He might pop in. He might pop in. You never know. Lots of showbiz. <laughs> pop in late, you know, come on as a sub. And uh, so end. I'll be back with you next week. Um, so uh, keep tuning into the podcasts. If you can't tune in tomorrow from one for Shaban and Perry, the podcast I'm sure will be available at four. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.